0: You're listening to Tales of the Forsaken, a live play fate core game by Noble Jester Productions. Welcome to Rillian, a Western fantasy world where magic needs fuel, and that fuel is mined and refined into Ecton, a place of vast deserts, dark rituals, and greedy mining companies. A dwarf awakens and has forgotten who he is. Who is foreboden, and how will he seek to remember his past in the midst of this harsh world?
1: started with you verboten you you know you had that crazy night but eventually you did get a little bit of sleep you wake up in the morning and get ready and come out of your tent to the bustle of this rough rider camp you can see that there are really multiple groups which you're assuming are the multiple towns that have come together to form this organization the rough riders Mm -hmm. and you come out of your tent and you can kind of see your own people also waking up and going about their day and you can see those other groups as well. So anything you specifically want to do? I think I would just in general just walk around and try to get
0: familiar and then as I'm walking as you mentioned that there are you know a couple different groups, different cities, I think I would Just try to to spot out and see if I can tell who is the lead person. I feel like that kind of happens in those types of groups. Who's the lead person so I can kind of get an idea of uh, those people.
1: Yeah, so you spend a little bit of time just kind of walking around, shaking hands, saying hello. Um, You get kind of a feeling that there are three towns other than your own represented here. Ecton Falls, led by Roland. Then there is... Tanner's Point, led by their sheriff, a gnome named Karen Fields, and then a tiefling sheriff of Wildfire. The tiefling's name is Riser. Okay, cool. So, you have kind of identified these different groups. Anything you want to do? Uh, I don't think so. No, not specifically. Well, eventually, um, you know, you would have somebody kind of run up to you and essentially just tell you, hey, Roland is gathering the... The leaders, you know, so he's requested you to come and come to his tent, essentially. Yeah, I would head over to his tent. Are you going to take anybody with you or
0: just go yourself? This is a bad idea what what happened with Carl, but I'm going to ask Jasper if he wants to come along. Okay. (laughs) Uh, I just can't help myself.
1: Don't get burned. (laughs) All right. Um, All right, yeah, so Jasper comes along with you, and you find Roland's tent. It's, you know, it's kind of a, a large tent that's been set up. You can tell there's a little more of, like, a war tent. You know, there's tables and things set up inside. And so you walk inside, and you can see Roland there, along with a couple other people. You can see a tiefling who you assume is, is Riser. You can see a, a gnome woman with a, a star on her chest, and assume it's probably Karen. And then there's a half-elf. Hard to tell the age of kind of the half-elves, mm-hmm. but looks younger, standing over next to Roland, and then a dwarf, who also looks a bit on the young side, real short beard, has these massively thick crystalline glasses, and is talking animatedly to Roland as as you walk in, and everybody just kind of stops and turns to look at you. Good morning to you all. Oh, Overboden! Good to see you. Welcome in. Hey, come on in. Let me let me introduce you around the group here. All right,
0: sounds good. Good to see you there, Roland. He shakes your hand. Shake it back. Nice, nice squeeze.
1: Yeah. He he has a very firm grip. You can tell he's not like trying to like squeeze your hand or anything. He just, you know, iron hands. Yeah, (laughs) makes sense. Yeah. So he introduces you around. You know, he introduces you to to Karen and to Riser. And then he introduces you to the half-elf. He says, hey, this is, my, this is my deputy, Robin Trask. Oh, hey there, Robin. It's a pleasure to meet you. And you're
0: healing from Ecton Falls, that's correct? Yes, sir. That is correct. All right.
1: And uh, then he, he points to the dwarf and he says, and this is Gart Rockbraid. He's here with us from Spirited
0: Mind. Spirit of Mind. That's excellent. Glad you, you could you join us for this.
1: Oh, y- yes, sir. This is a very exciting enterprise and I think we at the Spirit of Mind have a lot to a lot to give and a lot to learn from all of you.
0: All oh, right. Excellent. Uh, anything in particular you're looking to to gather or learn from from this expedition? Ah, oh, well, there's there's
1: quite a bit of uh, interesting happenings up in in Twin Rivers that I'm sure Along the way, someone will explain to you that I'm not really uh, authorized to, to, to explain. But um, there there are a few things that he kind of looks over at Roland and almost is like, "Hang on, hang on. Let's before you get on a head of steam there. Let's let's sit
0: down, have some coffee." Sorry, right, I didn't mean to get into too much there with,
1: in the weeds with you there, but uh, so- sounds interesting. Roland, you know, he kind of gathers everybody around this table, and he has a roughly hand-drawn map of a town that you quickly gather is probably Twin Rivers, and you can see that it has pretty heavy walls along the southern side of the town. The northern side is occupied by these tall kind of bluffs, and then it's got some kind of roughly sketched out buildings and things, but it's, it's not a super detailed map. Roland stands up and puts his hands on the map and says, "Well, this is kind of a momentous occasion—first real meeting of the Rough Riders." Yeah, it just
0: seems like it was yesterday where you and I were sitting in your office and dreaming this whole thing up, and here we
1: are. Exactly, here we are. Well, we have quite a bit to cover. We—I don't want to get too ahead of ourselves. We're we still have a couple more towns that i'm hoping will show up but i do want to just collect a little bit of information see if each one of you can tell me about your who you brought and we can get an idea of what kind of forces we bring to bear yeah that sounds good well uh from silver
0: Ridge, i've got jasper here I, I apologize i did not introduce uh jasper he's a fine fellow uh, yeah, so we've got about half our town showed up, so it's a total of about 15. you uh, are strong and ready to ready to do what we can.
1: Yes, we're we're ready. Jasper, you know, kind of stands up and waves, and then sits down. And says, "15. Wow, that's that's a good number, especially from. No offense, it's a pretty small town. Yeah, it is. Yeah. All right. Well, from Ecton Falls, we've got about 25 here." I can't guarantee that all of them are combat ready. I've got some people who I brought along for cooking and cleaning and just, you know, taking care of some things that I
0: didn't figure everybody else would
1: potentially think of.
0: Oh, that's that's smart. Uh, you know, really just us having, a I think, a show of force is uh, going to be beneficial against
1: Dagomar. Uh, against I mean, you, you know him well. Well, that yes, we will get to that in a moment. Reza you all know riser hastra she's sheriff of wildfire i mean were you able to bring And the tiefling stands up and she says well i was able to bring along eight of our tieflings from wildfire we are all capable and trained but i'm a little bit unsure about this you know we we came because you requested it, but I don't know that we should be going up against the mining company so boldly as of yet. Rollins says, I totally understand, but we do have information, and this is, I think, a credible threat. We'll talk about it. He points over to the gnome and says, Karen, how many were you able to bring? She stands up. Oh, well, uh, Tanner's point. We've got, we've got ten. Um... Yeah, we're, we're in. Uh, no offense, Riser, but I think you've always been a bit too slow, and I think we just need to get it done, and, and I'd like to get home. Roland says, Well, thank you so much for your input there, Karen. All right. That's a pretty good number. That's more than I was expecting, and I'm hoping that Tenpenny might show, but I've heard that they may have already been mostly taken over by the Shunt Mining Company. Gorge won't show, but you never know. We'll see. We've got a couple days left, and we will hope that somebody else will show. Yeah, well, here's to hoping. I appreciate all you
0: uh, coming out to help. I, I feel like this is, uh, I know it's a challenge for y'all and a you know, risk, but wouldn't be asking if I didn't feel like it was worth it. I agree.
1: Well, for Bowden, why don't you, you're the one who kind of called this whole thing together, why don't you tell us your information, and then I'll fill in with what I found out. Yeah, no problem.
0: So, uh, I had a source, uh, somebody who's been, uh, helping close these portals, uh, with these demons. Not sure if you, uh, any of you have had any run-in with them, but I've had a few myself. And, uh, even though we've had great success, I feel like it's a threat that won't end. And, uh, there's one last of these portals where they're coming through, uh, I'm told it's here in Twin Rivers. And, uh, it sounds like these demons and the Shunk Mining Company are actually working together. So... As if the Shunmining guys were bad enough before that. Now they got these crazy creatures with them too. So I feel like it's kind of their last stand and we got them on their heels a bit. And uh, I think it's worth, worth striking while the iron's hot. Well, I have
1: done what I can to send in some people into Twin Rivers. Unfortunately, only one was able to return. But I can confirm that... Dagomar has somehow combined himself with one of these creatures, and several of his men appear to have done the same thing. And then they... there's just some of them that are roaming around the town. The people there... well, they're in desperate straits. They need help. And what else are we for if we can't help our own people out here? Yeah, that's right. This is Gart from the Spirited Mind, and... He has a bit of information that I think will help us get some some clarity on what's going on, Gart. And here's the situation. We at the Spirited Mind, you all know that we have the the authorization and the full control of the act in production. And unfortunately, we've discovered, well, I discovered in the bookkeeping that the Shunt Mining Company has been... Holding back on their deliveries of the ectodominol, and I believe that they have been manufacturing their own ectin, and it's quite concerning to the spirited mind. And um, we need to we need to stop them for one, but we also just we want to make sure that people know that you can't manufacture your own ectin; it's it's dangerous.
0: Just kind of like. Just standing there, scratching his head, just kind of watching this guy.
1: Okay. Roland just kind of nods and says, "Well, the political nature of that, I, I won't touch, but I think the Shunt Mining Company stockpiling their own Ecton is potentially a problem." And Robin, I think you you had an idea. Robin kind of nods and stands up, and you can see, just kind of looking at him, he's got. Like six pistols in various different holsters around his body, and he just kind of idly messing with one of them as he he talks and he says, "Yes, thank you. Well, um, I in some of the my dealings, I've had a a bit of a a bit of an encounter with several different Ecton smugglers, and I think I could potentially." Get one, or get some of us to one, perhaps, and we could have a have a conversation and see if they can give us a little more information.
0: That's a good good plan. Is this Ecton Smuggler, do they uh, live here in, in Twin Rivers?
1: He's outside of Twin Rivers. Oh, okay, well that's definitely a good lead. Roland, he nods and he says, yes, I, I agree. I, I think this is something we need to take care of, so why don't you volunteer to, to take this on? I don't mind. to go go talk to him. Uh, would
0: I be going with you, Robin? Yes, I think that would be a, a good idea. All right. Uh, is there a particular way you've made contact with him, or uh, you know how to find him?
1: Well, we're just going to roll up on where, he, where I think he's holed up and just have a conversation.
0: Sounds good. I'm pretty good at just dropping into places
1: unexpected. He is a bit of a, a slimy fellow, so... You know, don't be afraid to turn the screws if you need to. All right, sounds good. You just uh, you know, let me know if you need any of that. All right, any other information before we need to go? Roland uh, says, no, I think that's important enough. You can, you can head out there and we will wait a couple of days for the rest of the towns if they show and then bring everybody out to Twin Rivers. Anything you want to do with the rest of your townspeople, are you taking any of them with you? No, I think I'm gonna leave them behind. Let them
0: have some time with the rest of the Rough Riders. Hopefully, them building some
1: camaraderie. So you and Robin uh, set out, and it takes you another couple of days. Your camp is a couple of days away from Twin Rivers, mm. and this smuggler lives about half a half a day's travel outside of Twin Rivers. Robin leads you into kind of a. a group of trees, and there's kind of a a little bit of a dirt road off of the main road that leads to Twin Rivers, and you start down that, and you come up upon this just real small shack, just kind of, you know, ramshackle made of wood, and Robin kind of swings down, ties his horse off, and goes up and knocks on the door, which almost falls in as he he knocks. There's a, a moment... And a, a voice. What do you want? Hey! Roadrunner! It's it's Robin. I think we need to have a bit of a talk. Who's that out there with you? Oh, this is my friend Verboden, and we just need to have a, a bit of a chat. I don't like the look of him. I'm sorry, is there something
0: about my parents that I got something in my beard? What's the matter?
1: I don't like to talk to people I don't
0: know. Well, how about uh, tell you a little bit about myself and get to know me and then we can talk.
1: Uh, okay, Yeah, you do that. You talk. I'll listen from in here.
0: All right. Well, uh, Roadrunner, my name's Ver Bowden, and uh, I'm the, uh, the sheriff at uh, Silver Ridge. I've been sheriff there for oh, about, oh man, six months now, and uh, uh, my horse over here, this is our kid. I really like uh, breakfast. It's my favorite meal of the day. I don't know what to say. I don't have much of a life outside of being a sheriff.
1: What's your opinion on the underworld that does not affect you and your town.
0: I personally have had no dealings with the underworld that's not a part of my town, so uh, I'm not going to express any judgment on something
1: I really don't know about. By express any judgment, do you mean you're not going to shoot me in my head? Oh man, I I did not have any intent of shooting
0: anybody today, so I guarantee I'm not going to shoot you unless you try to shoot me.
1: Alright, um... I'm going to come out, but you can't come in. Yeah, that's fine. Right, Robin? Yeah, Robin steps back, and the door opens, and this little gnome, like, two feet tall, like, this is a very small gnome, even for gnomes, Hmm. he steps out the door, and he's, like, he's very small, very, you know, petite, and he kind of looks around, and he closes the door quickly behind him. Okay, what do you want? Robin says, Well, Roadrunner, I think we've got a a bit of information that we're hoping you can give us. We've come into some knowledge that uh, the Shunt Mining Company, and as he says that, you know, this, this little gnome just kind of shifts to the side and takes on a bit of a defensive stance. Robin holds his hands up. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, we're just talking. The Shunt Mining Company is holding back on the, the Ectin trade, and it seems they've been collecting their own stockpiles of Ectin and we're hoping you can give us some information about that. This little gnome, who apparently is named Roadrunner, shakes his head. Nope, I don't know anything about that. Robin just he looks over at you and says, Now come on, Roadrunner, we've we've been through our, our troubles, and I let you go that one time. I think I've earned a bit of honesty. No, I just don't know anything. I, I avoid the shop mining Company.
0: Well, that's a shame there, Roadrunner. I, uh, I was speaking of Robin here a little bit, and I uh, feel like he'd be pretty confident that you would know about the Shuntmining Company. And uh, It's a shame for you to be dishonest about that. Man, that's disappointing.
1: Are you trying to be persuasive? Trying to use any skills at this point? or? Um, just persuasive at this point.
0: Not threatening, really, at all. Why don't we go ahead and just kind of start this off with a roll. Okay. Influence? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, let's do that. All right, I'm going to use influence, which is my last average skill. That's a total of negative one.
1: Not a great roll. Let's see what he rolls. No. I don't expect anything good. Well, (laughs) it is a success, because he got a negative two. All right. (laughs) So, uh, look, um... You know the the Shunt Mining Company are bad folk down there in in Twin Rivers right now, and I don't I don't feel like
0: crossing them. Well, uh, you're not going to have to cross them. I mean, I'm sure I can speak for uh, Robin here, and I definitely can speak for myself. But I've got some pretty tight lips, and uh, you know, if anybody's crossing them, it's us. And I promise you, nobody's going to know anything came from you.
1: Well, I have I have stayed out of pretty much all of it, but. I do know okay so here's the deal it didn't come from me I have nothing to do with it but I have heard that shut mining Company yes they're they're processing their own actin and they've also been they've been buying it all up from all over pretty much every actin smuggler around has been bringing it in for for their use. I don't know what they need it all for but
0: they've got to have a pretty big store in there. Man, so they not only are they not shipping out what they're supposed to, but they're actually carting in from other places?
1: Yep, that's the skinny of it. Wow. Well, what do you think of that, Robin? I think that's concerning. I'm not sure why they would need so much of it from the point of a mining company to send it off. Yeah, that's how they would... You'd think
0: they would be all about making as much money as they can with the sale of it, but if they're bringing it in, that's... Uh, Counterintuitive. Yeah,
1: Roadrunner. Any anything else you can tell us? Well, that's that's all the information I know. Unless there's some other incentive. Hmm. Well, what uh, would
0: well, fancy you?
1: Oh, you know, I'm. I
0: like gold. Yeah, I like gold myself. Um, will reach in my pouch and pull out a uh, sack of coins and kind of like grab the coins, drop them. You know, kind of make some noise. Like as I'm thinking. Hmm, well, I got a bit here, but I would say that uh, you know, I am feeling pretty generous. That might just depend on uh, how valuable the information is. so maybe I'll leave that up to you. Uh, you impress me, and you know, a lot of this could be yours. That's a lot of words, and
1: we haven't really established a relationship to know
0: what you mean when you say generous. I mean, I don't know. I, I feel like you know quite a bit about me. I mean, you know, my favorite meal of the day, and, you know, so far I feel like this is a pretty good conversation, and... You've given us some valuable information, and yeah, that's a good starting point.
1: Generosity to me is 25 gold.
0: 25 gold? What do you say, Robin? You think he's uh, got some information worth that?
1: Robin puts a hand on a pistol, and he says, Well, if he doesn't, that 25 gold will just have to come right back, won't it? Oh, hang on there, Robin. Uh, I don't think we'll need that.
0: That's right. There, Roadrunner won't need any of that. Correct? No, we—you don't need any of that. But I—I I would like the gold before I tell you. I'm—I'm I'm gonna trust you. Take the pouch and pull the leather strap, zip it up, and toss
1: it his way. He like darts under it and catches it, and you know he hefts it a little bit. Huh? Twenty-four, twenty-five. Yep. Okay. Well, here's the deal. I'm pretty sure that. Most of the, the Ecton smuggling is done. I think word has kinda gone around that they're pretty much they've got what they need. But there is one more shipment coming in, and it's a doozy. There's a pretty large shipment coming in, I think tonight. I'm not involved, but I could probably point you point you in the right direction. Well that sounds
0: like uh twenty five gold worth information there, won't you say Robin?
1: If they're actually there, then yeah, of course. All right, well, uh anything else, Rodnar? I think that was that was pretty good. Hey, you know, I'm I personally have always felt that helping out the law and helping the peacekeeping people of the new frontier is just a great thing for me to do. And you know, hopefully, if we ever meet again, you'll remember this.
0: <laughs> All right, that's uh. I think that's a good line. That's a good line you got there, but I appreciate you. All right. Well, hey, if you need anything, now you know where I live. That's right. And you know where I live, too. I have no idea where Silver Ridge is. All right. You should come check it out. They got the best breakfast in, uh, in the whole frontier out there. Sunny special. Um, I don't eat breakfast, actually. Oh, man. that. Oh, and like he kind of <laughs> puts a hand on his heart. That hurts a little bit. Oh man, I might need to get one of them gold back from that comment. I'm, I'm kidding, yeah, I'm kidding. He,
1: he clearly did not think that was funny at all.
0: Yeah. <laughs> all right, well, uh, I think that's about it here, right?
1: Yes. Ah, uh, well, Roadrunner, you you come with us and show us where this shipment's coming in, and I think that'll conclude our business. Okay, I, I'll come with you, but. Once we're done, I'm not getting involved. You, you can shoot people, you can do whatever you want with that shipment, but I'm, unless you wanna, you know, you want me to take care of it for you, I'm not getting involved. What do you mean, uh, take care of it? Oh, it's supposed to be a pretty big shipment. I could sell that and we could net a nice little profit for ourselves. Oh, I see what you're trying to do here. Um, we'll get back to you on that one. Okay, hey, you know, I'm, I'm perfectly willing to cut you in for, Huh? Five percent? Oh man, five percent. Whoo! Five percent for each of you. Oh, each? I
0: mean, I was already thinking I'd be splitting that five percent with Robin, man. Oh, you do the work. You you show you show me that you can use that there pistol, and oh, I'll cut you in. Man, I'll have to think about that, there, Robin, won't we?
1: He just kind of chuckles, and I don't, I don't think so. Kind of leans
0: into Robin, I was being a little sarcastic there, man. I don't think he's picking up on that.
1: Yeah, I can't say I'm much of a a sarcastic person myself.
0: Yeah, I got the wrong crowd for this here.
1: Hey, I liked it. You know, I didn't like the sarcasm once you pointed it out, but if you change your mind. (laughs)
0: Alright, so do you.
1: So you, together, he leads you off. Anything you want to do before, you know, potentially coming up on this Ecton shipment? Because
0: we are nowhere close where we could even get a message to anybody that it's happening. And it's, because we're close to Twin Rivers, it's coming in, we're days away.
1: Yeah, I mean, they were going to wait several days. It's taken you several days to get here, so it will take them several days, you know, past this to meet up with you here. And not to mention, you're kind of in enemy territory at this point. You're only about a half day away from Twin Rivers, so.
0: Yeah, I think we'll... um, Scope it out, just kind of a recon mission, just see how heavily guarded it is. If his information's true, essentially. Let's kind of start there. Okay. Yeah.
1: He leads you through the trees and then out into just kind of this rocky shrubland. And he leads you, you know, a couple hours. And then you come upon it's not even really a road, but. You can tell that someone has taken some care to kind of smooth out the the rocky terrain here, and it looks like wagons of some kind pass through here fairly regularly. Not you know, it's not really a a road mm-hmm. per se, but it looks like kind of a smuggler's you know yeah. road. He says, "Well, this is this is the only way in or out that they're gonna have to come in this way, so." You can, you can hang out here. Wait for them. They'll be by sometime tonight, is what I'm told. So, I think that's all you need me for. Alright, yeah, I guess we'll, uh, find if we need you there, uh, the Roadrunner. Yep, i uh, going home. So he takes off running, and he's actually extremely fast. Okay. And he runs away. Does it look like the Roadrunner, a <laughs> plume of dust as he's going across the desert? A little bit, a little bit. <laughs> okay robin just kind of shakes his head never really liked that uh little that little squirt there but yeah well uh things get a little rough here out in the
0: the frontier so not that i agree with him but i can understand it at least
1: yes i i do what i have to you know i've learned a lot from roland and he's a bit more of a stickler for things like that than i am but i think sometimes you have to you have to work with the people that are out there in the world I agree. We've got some time to kill here. You've been a sheriff out there in Silver Ridge for, you said, six months now? hmm What brought you to being a sheriff? Well, uh, it was just all the perks, you know. I get this shiny star
0: here, and you know, I just make friends everywhere I go. Friends? Yeah, I guess so. What'd you do before that? Oh, you know, little this, little that. Sounds a little vague, but uh,
1: has Roland told you much? About you? No, not really. I just know you were one of the founding members of the Rough Riders, and together the two of you had the idea. Yeah, yeah, that's
0: that's true. Uh, I guess I can give you a little short story. Uh had something happen to me where I lost my memory, so if I'm being vague about my past because uh, for a while there I really didn't know much about it. Uh, so I actually woke up in Silver Ridge and wasn't really sure how I got there and who I was. So.
1: Yeah, it's been It's been interesting oh that that sounds pretty unfortunate, so you just don't know who you were huh? yeah, yeah, it was a crazy thing uh it, it's it's working out, wow, can't imagine, yeah,
0: yeah, I wouldn't really uh, wish it on somebody to have this happen to them, but uh making do I mean people at Silver Ridge are great uh I don't know if you had a chance to meet you know jasper and and Sonny and these guys it's uh It's a special group and sure if Silver Ridge is like that, there's other towns that are the same. And, you know, that was a big reason why we put the Rough Riders together was uh, these people didn't didn't have a way of taking care of themselves against guys like Degomar Shunt. Or if he went away, somebody else would rise
1: up and take his place, you know? Oh, yes. I, I think it's a fantastic idea. I've been I'm from Ecton Falls myself. And, you know, I've always had a talent for using these pistols, and <laughs> people call me pistol sometimes, but, uh, you know, I've been working with Roland and trying to learn what I can, and, you know, being a deputy and now being a rough rider is, it's been fulfilling. Well, that's good, you know, uh,
0: sometimes people just have, uh, these natural abilities and a purpose, so,
1: you know, that kind of looks them up and down, that suits you well. Well, thank you. you know, I was not real good at anything else, and so... I appreciated Roland taking me in. Well, that's good. You
0: got a good, good mentor.
1: Yeah, I believe so. Well, probably not a good idea to just stand out here in the middle of the, the middle of the scrub. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's probably true. Uh, I mean, it is a tactic, but probably not a good one. Let's uh, how about up there? You want to go take advantage and get the lay of the land?
1: Yeah, let's do it. All right. So, are you going to keep your horse with you? or Are you going to be you know, what's the plan here? Obviously, you don't know much about the composition of this right. shipment, but are you going to rush down on it? I mean, is there is there a plan? Oh, man. Or I guess you can just wait until you see it.
0: Yeah, I think that's the plan here, is to wait and see what type of group is with it. I think that, you know, my assumption would be that they're going to have it protected and armed, but also to some extent they wouldn't be expecting this out here, too. So I think... He would have the conversation with Robin that he's open to taking out the shipment. Uh, We'd stay on horses, try to get to at least a um, a point where we feel like we can see the potential shipment before
1: they could see us. Yeah, you find... uh, Let's go ahead and get a survival check from you. Okay. Just to see if you can kind of find a place to... Uh, survival or stealth although i think survival probably fits better just with your scouting out terrain here trying to find a place where you can kind of hide and still see this path yeah
0: i think the survival makes sense not a skill so just be a straight roll here A uh, total of 0 but let's let's use a fate point or and invoke the aspect of wild country okay
1: yeah i like it that gives you enough to succeed. And so you find kind of a, it's just a little, um, a little bit of a hill, but you can kind of hang out behind it and see basically over it. The horse and the bodies are kind yeah, of covered. Yeah. yeah. Cool. All right. So you wait a couple more hours, um, you know, just kind of passing the time with a little bit of small talk. Although Robin doesn't seem like he's super interested in, uh, just, you know, chit chat. So um the time passes and then eventually you do see a group it's it's pretty dark but you can see a group kind of making their way along the road and they get close enough that you can make out there's a large wagon and with some kind of a large very large almost like barrel shape in the back of the wagon and it looks like there's a figure driving the wagon Another sitting next to that figure on the front of the wagon, and then there's four riders around the, the wagon. I'll uh, lean over to Robin.
0: Well, uh, we got a couple options here. Uh, we could let it pass, and you know, we'd give up our element of surprise heading into Twin Rivers. But also, we could be stopping something big. I've, I've taken on a few before, uh, based on all his pistols strapped to you. Seem like you're pretty handy. Got
1: any gut feeling here? Well, from what I know of these smugglers, if these are smugglers, put up much of a show of force, they'll run like jackrabbits. So that could be a good thing. Ah, These pistols aren't incredibly useful at range, so I'd have to get up a little closer. But we can certainly ride in down on them and try to take them out if you want.
0: But I think that these are shunt mining guys or would these just be more kind of
1: like a uh, trade smuggler <laughs> type guys um you'd probably have gotten the sense from roadrunner that this was ecton smugglers bringing mm-hmm. in a shipment not necessarily shunt mining company okay got it robin uh want to bet these guys have
0: never seen two sheriffs together why don't we uh just go in and tell them that they're uh Breaking the law and take it. Give him, give him a chance. Alright. Hey, a chance is a good thing. Alright, well, uh, if you don't mind backing me up, I'll,
1: I'll take the lead. Yeah, you, you're the sheriff. I'm just a deputy. to you know, tell them that. He kind of polishes the star on his chest a little bit. Yeah, they don't need to know. Yeah. Alright, well, uh, why don't we go say hello? I'm right behind you. Alright, so I'll start, uh, riding that way. Okay. Are you just going to kind of ride out in front of them, or, you know, on the path, or are you going to ride directly towards them?
0: Uh, I'm going to, like, ride out in front onto, the, like, the path they're taking to
1: intersect. Got it. Yeah, so you you wait a little bit until they're a little closer, and then you, you ride out. As soon as they see you, they start shooting at you. Oh, okay. <laughs> and immediately these four riders rush towards you while the wagon starts barreling down the road and then kind of off the road to try to go around you so we're going to start this combat with them just rushing at you uh, they're going to go ahead and go first because they were yeah they were the first ones to fire here that makes sense let me go ahead and set a couple of scene aspects here so we've got nighttime you know it's dark okay out there's you know you're you're not able to see features and things real clearly i'm going to say i'm going to go ahead and set up a scene aspect of moving target that this wagon is not stationary it's trying to get away from you mhm all right so they're going to go ahead and make some attacks against you okay there are four of these guys all right first one gets a 2 so you can defend with whatever skill you would defend with. Maybe ride,
0: maybe... Yeah, I think since we've, we're have kind of riding at speed, I'm going to use ride to defend and see if I can kind of... maneuver these guys? Roll a zero. But I'm going to invoke moving target because I am also a moving target. Okay. So will make it a
1: two. All right. So you're using your second fate point? I am. Oh, dang. All right. So you successfully defend that second attack against you. That's a four. Okay. I'm still using ride here. That's a one. So he's going to hit unless you do something else. Uh, Nope. I'll take that. All right. So that's three against
0: you. Three shifts. Wait, what did he roll? He rolled a four. Oh, dang. Okay. So I will mark off the three.
1: All right. And then... Two shots coming in at Robin. He's going to defend also with Ride. He takes one shift damage from that first attack. And then another one shift of damage, so he marks off his one box and his two. All right, you're up. Okay,
0: Uh, I'm going to target the first uh, guy shooting at us on the horses and try
1: to take him out. All right. That's a five total. All right, he only got a two, so that's three shifts of damage. You you fire, and he, it's dark, it's hard to see, but he falls off of his horse, which kind of spooks to the side. And then there's, you know, there's three more there. Robin's going to go ahead, and he pulls a pistol and fires, although it's a little bit of long range here. Yeah, he misses. Um, So they're, you know, continuing to rush at you, In this moment, unless you want to kind of change anything here.
0: No, I think um, noticing the type of weapons that Pistol Rubin has, I'm going to get closer just to help get him in the fight a little bit more. So we're going to keep going head on.
1: Look at you calling him Pistol. Yeah. (laughs) All right, so you've got two of these guys are going to fire at you. That was a zero.
0: Okay. Oh, man, that's not a good roll. I'm
1: going to use Physique
0: for The defend on that one, so that'd be also a zero.
1: Okay. Then the second attack is also a zero.
0: Okay, Mirror roll for that. That is a one total. All
1: right. So you successfully avoid both shots, and you know, you're kind of both groups rushing towards each other, just kind of, you know, firing in the dark, and these bullets are just flying everywhere. And then one of them's going to shoot that Robin. She
0: successfully defends. All right. I'm going to take aim at uh, one of the other guys. And how dark it is, I think we need to light this up. So I'm going to flip that lever for Ecton mode. Okay. And I'm going to focus on uh, lightning.
1: Okay. All right. Go ahead and make your attack.
0: Ooh, that's good.
1: That's seven total. Oh, wow. Well, he got a six. That is that is the best roll he could get. That was mm-hmm. four on the actual roll. Uh, so he is... You know, you hit him and you can feel this toggle again in your mind and you select the lightning and the eyes on your pistol flare with this blue kind of crackling energy and you suddenly feel yourself on top of a kid just shoot across the landscape here and just feel yourself almost teleport across the landscape, and you land right in between these guys. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So you are, like, right in the center of this group. Uh Uh-huh. Everybody's horses are going crazy, and you, you know, kind of see this lightning continue off off of you down through the pistol barrel and just slam this guy off this horse, and crackling lightning everywhere all around you everything's going crazy that's awesome robin is now a little ways away and is not going to attack because he's a little unsure what you just did Mm -hmm. and also that he might hit you Mm -hmm. so he's just going to focus on riding as fast as he can to try to catch up okay uh these guys have no idea what just happened they're trying to get their horses together, so I'm going to have them each do a ride check to see if they can even get control enough of their horses to attack you. Okay. Nope. And yes. Uh, So the the first guy is just, I mean his horse is like about to buck him off, Mm -hmm. and the second guy is able to control his horse, and he just turns and rushes after this wagon that is now kind of moved past you guys and is back on the road and quickly going away from you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you've got this one guy whose horse is going crazy right next to you. You're up. You know, the wagon and this other guy are heading away from you.
0: So when I shot, it's just me as a person. Aked is still back? No, it took Aked with you. Oh, okay, yeah. sweet. Kind of <laughs> regather my thoughts and realize what's also happened quickly i'm going to let's actually have you also make a a ride ride check check. okay yeah it's a fair call okay that's not bad that's a two yeah that's enough yeah so i correct um aked and kind of steady him and then i kind of imagine this guy off to my side to gather his horse i kind of put the gun underneath my arm and then i take a shot at him okay that is a five total.
1: Oh yeah, you easily fly. I mean, you're almost point blank at this point. The only real difficulty is trying to hit him as his horse is moving him around. Mm-hmm. But you, you know, you take a beat, hit him, and he falls off his horse. And at this point, Robin is just trying to catch up to you. He is close enough to you at this point that he's, you know, he's essentially caught up to you. Although mm-hmm. he's a little a little ways behind you still okay and there's you know there's horses just kind of scattering but this wagon and the rider that rode away from you are making their way down the trail away from you so at this point I'm gonna switch us over to turn this into a chase scene okay Um, so basically how this is gonna go is there's a essentially the chase itself has a track and I'm gonna set it as eight spaces they're gonna have three of them already filled because they're a little ways away from you. Okay. And essentially, you're going to go back and forth taking turns. Whatever you choose to do, whatever, you know, cinematically you choose to do, you'll pick a skill, you'll Mm -hmm. you'll roll that skill against them. If you fail, then they can either take a boost against you on their next turn or move the track one, you know, in their direction. Mm -hmm. If you tie, then you can move the track one in your direction. Or, um, you know, but that gives them a boost on their next roll. Or if you succeed, then you move the track one in your direction. And if you succeed with style, you move it two in your direction or one and you can take a boost next time. Okay. If that makes sense. I think so. So, and then they will be doing the same thing. They're trying to get to eight. You're trying to knock it down to zero, essentially. Got it. And they've got three right off the bat. Correct. Cool it, yep so they're gonna go first because they are you just got your turn so they are just gonna do a ride check essentially against your ride okay as they are trying to get away from you this wagon they got a one my ride check was three okay so they fail you can either move the track one back towards yourself or you can take a boost for your roll.
0: Let's go ahead and move it. Right, let's do a boost. We'll do a boost
1: for the next roll. Okay. So you are, I assume you turn and give chase. Yep. What are you doing to try to catch up to them? Uh, first, just
0: riding fast and hard and just making sure. I think here I'm doing kind of a horizon scan, make sure there's no other guys that we potentially missed. And it's just the, hopefully the cart and then the one other rider. Besides
1: Ruben. Yeah. So at this point, this this wagon is, you know, just going extremely quickly down this trail, which it's dark. It's kind of hard to see, but you can still kind of see the trail underneath you and the wagon, obviously, they seem to know where they're going. Um, You're kind of scanning the horizon, not seeing any other figures that you can see at this point, Mm -hmm. although you know that you're decently close to Twin Rivers at this point. Right. So yeah, go ahead and make your ride check.
0: Okay. You a Boost on that. So the boost give me a plus two. Yeah. Okay. So then that would be a total of seven. Okay.
1: Well then you succeed with style because they got a three. Uh, so you can either move it two in your direction or you can move it once and get another boost.
0: Uh, let's move it once and get another boost.
1: All right. The rider catches up to the wagon and he's going to leap off of his horse onto the wagon onto the back of it and then he spins and is going to he shoots his own horse and is gonna try to kind of like kill it in this path and block you guys so he is going to make a really ish well yeah he's gonna make a shoot check just to see if he can hit this horse which he does and then I'm gonna have this be I guess I'm just gonna do his his shoot check against your ride skill as you're trying to dodge this now dead horse in the in path. That's a two. Okay, he got a four, so he succeeds. So he's going to move the, ch- you know, the track one back in his direction, and you're up. Okay, and then I have a boost
0: on this one? Correct. Okay. So, so thinking this- back here a few seconds before when I used the lightning mode on the gun, does that distance seem about
1: similar? between me and where the horses were before versus me and the cart now? No, it does not. They're a decent amount, you know, away from you. Let me rephrase that. They're quite a bit further away from you than those horses were. Okay. But you also don't know the distance, you know, on this lightning at all, so... Got it. Okay. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. I think I'm
0: going to try it. I mean, no, that thing shot me forward a good distance before... Uh, so I'm just going to take aim at the cart with that. They're specifically the guy on the back of the cart, although I'm pretty far. It's probably just aiming at the cart. Okay. So, yeah, aiming at the cart and the switch for back to mode and lightning. And All right. Go ahead and make your 10. So that's a three total, but then I get the boost, correct, from my previous turn? Correct. So then five?
1: Yep. Okay. All right. He got a three, so you successfully do so i am going to go ahead and use a fate point and compel darkness okay and i'm going to shift that a little bit so you flip switch you focus on lightning again you fire and you feel yourself and again slam forward and you come to and ...feel yourself vault off of Aked as Aked has slammed into the back of this wagon. (laughs) And you kind of fly forward and slam into this large wooden barrel. You kind of feel yourself crack this barrel Mm -hmm. and liquid starts pouring out. And you've not hit this guy, but you're now on this wagon. Mm -hmm. And this liquid is kind of pouring out all over you and off the back of the wagon. As that starts to happen, you suddenly feel this presence in your mind that you've felt before of this chalice, and it awakens as this liquid starts pouring onto your body, and you suddenly kind of feel this surge of energy that you had felt once before, <laughs> and it starts pulling this liquid kind of into your body. And through, you can kind of feel this magical essence being pulled through you and into this chalice. Well, that's fun. Yeah. Am I still up? They are going to (laughs) take their turn. You are now on this wagon. Uh Uh-huh. Robin is still a ways behind you. Aked is kind of recovering from slamming into the wagon and is hopefully still going to continue following you. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, this guy is going to try to tackle you off the back of the wagon. Okay. So he's gonna roll physique against probably your physique. Yeah,
0: I'll roll physique. Oh is there a time for a better roll,
1: man? He got a six. Ooh, I got a zero. (laughs) Ouch. (laughs) It's up to you if you use a fake point. Well I might Or you could attempt to see if you know you could do anything with Chalice.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, is the chalice, does it kind of potentially work like an aspect? I don't know, we haven't, like, defined it as that, but could I use my last fate point to kind of harness the the power of the chalice and re-roll?
1: If you want to use it for that, you could do so without a fate point.
0: Okay. Then let's do that.
1: Alright. So you feel him kind of slam into you, and... For a moment, you just have this kind of thought in your mind of what does this chalice do? And it kind of awakens at this thought, and you feel your feet firmly plant themselves on this wagon. He slams into you, and you don't move at all. Ooh, I like this. Assuming. You know that that gives you your reroll, so uh, okay. we'll see what happens. Dang
0: it, I was like, man, I don't have to reroll.
1: <laughs> this is amazing. You still have to reroll. <laughs> it doesn't help. Uh, it's only a total of two. Okay. Oh yeah. So well, that's better. Cause I, what did I say? You got a three. You say you got a six or something crazy? Oh, I did say a six. Yeah. So it is a little better. Yeah. He still succeeds with style. Mm-hmm. So you feel this kind of you know firmly plant your feet, and then it kind of. Runs out of energy a mm-hmm. moment later. It, it hadn't absorbed much. And he, you know, kind of slams into you, tackles you. You don't move. And then he just sweeps your feet out from under you and you fall off the back of the wagon. Mm-hmm. So it's your turn. You're falling off the back of the wagon. I'm going to let you choose to do something. They are moving the track, you know, with that by two. Um, okay.
0: With that success. So. Instinctually, I'm falling off the back of the wagon. I'm still gonna try to use my lightning thing and aim it and try to hit this wagon again with that midair. <laughs> <Okay. Bitter. laughs>
1: All right, I like it. So you're like, you know, cut to just above you, Roboden falling off the back of the wagon. Uh-huh. You raise your pistol and you're gonna fire. Uh-huh. All right, go for it. That's a total of three. All right, that's a success. You got a one nice so you succeed yeah and you kind of click this again in your head desperately <laughs> and feel yourself flung back onto this wagon once again you smash into this barrel and this you know ectin just pours out all over you and you can still feel it just kind of being pulled through you you know your body is almost like a sponge absorbing this ectin <laughs> and it's being pulled into the chalice at your side this guy is like frustrated at this point, but alright, so you succeed, uh-huh. are you going to, yeah, you, you can move the track one in your direction. Yeah. So it's at that. a four right now, they're winning.
0: Yeah, they are. Um, yeah, let's go ahead and move it one in my direction. Yeah,
1: alright. So he's going to, once again, just try to kind of shove you off the back of this okay. wagon. Okay, a three for me. Uh, that is also a three for him. Yes. So that's just a, a tie. Um, he is going to go ahead and move the track one in their direction, Okay. and you know, get back to a five, and that gives you a plus one on your next roll. So you're up. He's just kind of grappling with you back and forth, trying to knock you off this wagon. But you're, you know, you're kind of a little bit slick with Ecton as it's pouring on you. He's getting it on himself now. And you know he's he's not able to really get a grip on you. Yeah, so
0: I'm gonna lean back like my back into the the barrel, kinda of brace myself, and then stick my foot out and try to kick him off the the cart. Okay, I like it. So this would be a this would be a fight attack or a physique attack? Either
1: one. Really physique. So that's a three total. Alright. He got a two. So that's success. Move the track one back in your direction. You just rear back and kick him off the back of this cart. So there are now still two guys at the front of the cart. Mm-hmm. You're on the back of the cart. This ectin is pouring out all over you out of this you know, huge barrel. Mm-hmm. So potentially you may have just destroyed this shipment anyway. Yeah. But you don't know. You know it's hard to tell in the darkness how quickly this ectin is coming out. Sure. So they might arrive with half a barrel. You don't know. It's their turn. Um, the guy who's you know was sitting next to the driver is going to turn, and he's going to try to kind of around the barrel. Is going to try to shoot you. Okay. To knock you off of the, the back of this wagon. That's a three.
0: Um, I rolled, that'd be a two total, but let's use uh, my last fate point and invoke nighttime. You should have two, because I gave you one back. Oh, that's right, right, yeah. right. Okay, so then I'll use one of my last two to invoke nighttime for him. Kind of not seeing me as clear, and that would make
1: it um, a four, right? Yes. Yeah, four. Um, all right, so you got a four. You successfully, you know, his his bullet goes wild. <laughs> it doesn't hit you,
0: and you're up. Okay, so in this moment, kind of processing, seeing all this Ecton uh, spilling out of here, you know, and realizing that ectin is what makes... My gun work and things propel. Uh, this is probably gonna hurt, so I'm gonna run and I'm gonna jump off the back of the cart, turn and fire fire mode <laughs> at the ecton pouring out
1: of the barrel. All right, so you leap off the back of the cart once again. This slow motion, you know, almost John Wick style, mm-hmm. like you know, backwards flying through the air you fire so go ahead and make your attack okay it's a good roll i needed it that's six all right (laughs) so you're you know you click the the lever you select fire and this bullet propelled by you know kind of this column of flame shoots out impacts into this barrel and for a moment time stops and then boom massive explosion that explodes out towards you, mm-hmm. and, you know, kind of this kickback, and you just feel yourself get knocked back, and you are flying even you know, faster through the air, but there is just this massive explosion, and, yeah, I mean, it's probably very visible from <laughs> from Twin Rivers, but you are, you know, you're quite sure that that wagon and its occupants are destroyed. Do you roll anything? <laughs> Where I'm flying this is probably going to hurt yeah let's go ahead and I'm going to just have you roll probably like, like physique. physique or athletics to try to yeah let's
0: just go physique because I don't think there's any way I can like control my tumbling <laughs> from the shock wave of this blast yeah uh, that is a two total all right I'm going to have you take four points of damage okay that, that checks out In case I'm going to mark off my, my forearm my stress track okay
1: so you, you know, you slam into the ground eventually after flying for quite some ways, and you know, are just rolling. You can feel yourself rolling over rocks, you know, slamming into bushes that feel like thorns. Like I mean, you're just getting cut up and torn to pieces. Mm-hmm. Eventually, you stop rolling. Silent. You can almost hear your heartbeat in your ears as you have probably blew out your, you know, <laughs> your, your your drum or something like the air out of my cell and let's go ahead and end that session there okay
0: <laughs> oh, hey there listener we hope you're enjoying Tales of the Forsaken uh, if you'd like to support us and dig deeper in the story and as characters like me or Bowden join our discord list in the episode description we are 100% independently created and produced and it's your support that helps us keep creating